0: Miss Dale, Chapter 32, The Forest The house draws alongside the crest of the fiery volcano. Already it looks small and less angry than before. The gentle glowing streams of lava and the smoke pluming through the cracks seem beautiful, now they aren't threatening to burn my paws or snout. I glance down at my fur. It's as patchy as the forest surrounding the volcano, and raw streaks of scorched and grey's flesh glare back at me like they're on fire. Wish a mocker her was here with some of the goose fat and cucumber ointment she makes for Burns. My smile wide as I picture her riding on a house of chicken legs, Tell me how ridiculous it is. Excitement and wonder burst through me. I've seen so many amazing things on this journey, made so many friends, and found a grandmother and a father. But most importantly, I've learned the importance of going hunting hunt people you love. Where is Blackiston? I asked, suddenly realising he's not with us. He's flown ahead to wind and wash the smell of burning feathers from his wings, Mouse up, my ear. Oh, no! And then it gasps in dismay, and her hands rise to cover her mouth. Ivan bolts to her as he is pricked up, and mouse traps frantically over my snout. I follow Lena's glaze, and my heart stops. The house has passed the peak of the volcano, giving us a view of the other side. The entire south slope is a smoking black scar. The trees there must have caught a light during the battle with Smear, sat in a blaze already swept for miles. I set the path of the fire. It's torn through the forest in a wide curved line, leaving the charcoal filled trail of destruction that runs all the way to the Silver Stream. "'On the shores of the river, flames flickering in the sky. "'What can we do?' Elena grips the balustrade tight "'and the house tilts and swerves in the direction of the blaze, "'then surges forward as it picks up speed. "'It gallops through the parts of the forest "'that have been spared from the flames, "'leaping and lurching as it rushes towards Silver stream. "'I look from Elena to Anatoly, to to Ivan and to Yuri, "'to Yuri, desperately trying to figure out a way to stop the fire. "'All of them are stood by the balustrade, "'still as figureheads, darkness and flames reflecting their eyes.' No one can stop a blaze this size, Ivan scowls the fire ahead. I need to warm my pack before I cross the river. Ivan throws a heart-rendering howl in the air that slices through the wind. Before Ivan's howl finishes, replies surge towards us, eerie and echoing, all come from the direction of the Blue Mountain. Let me down, house, Ivan barks, I need to find my pack. The house slows it, approaches the other stream and veers north to avoid the flames that flicker along its banks. It steps into the river and it sighs, its feet sink in the cool water. Then it dips down to its porch steps hover above the water's surface, a few feet from the opposite bank. Are you sure you went to go off here? My chest tightens. I don't really feel ready to say goodbye to Ivan. It's time for me to return to my pack. Ivan nods. You should all steady the river as you head back to the village. It's the safest place for the house. Will you return as pack, leader, I ask. Ivan leaps onto the bank and turns to me. A smile curves his lips. I've realised being a leader isn't so important after all. My eyes wide in, surpri- in surprise, For you were such as what you wanted. Things change. Ivan shrugs. We defeated Smirn together as equals. That should make it not to be a leech to feel strong. I can be strong as part of a pack. He grins, revealing his long, shiny fangs. I'll see you all again. He dips his head into a small bow, then disappears into the shadows. I have to pause a gesture of gratitude and goodbye, but I know Ivan is right. I'll see him again. I'm not sure where, but I'll come back to the forest.' My first shivers of excitement at the thought, because it's not only I I'd like to see again, it's my grandmother too. I nearly to talked to her for a brief time, and I was so confused and emotional at having woken as a bear. I want to visit her again and get to know her properly, because having a bear for a grandmother is as magical as having a monk for a mother. My grandmother, I explained, should we be warned about the fire too? Anthony looks at the blue mountain. She'll see the fire come from miles away. We'll have plenty of time to retreat further to the mountain if we need to. We should carry on south of the village, we might need our help. The house surges up and Lena points downstream, her face pales. The fire is crossing the river, there, look. She waves her finger frantically, at pee in the direction she's gesturing. The sparks fly across the river and the low shoals burst into flames on the other side. Within moments the fire blazes up and away, following a long row of pines. The air glows orange behind thick clouds of smoke and the air rushes to fuel the rising flames. The wind is sweeping, the fire towards the village gently frowns, so fast the villagers won't have time to prepare. The house takes off, picking up speed as it splashes through the river. Hughie squeals as he skids backwards and Elena grips the balustrade tight. Faster, she urges, we need to get to the village. Her eyes well with tears and I realise Elena is worried about her mother Valentina in the village without her house. Mouse-toss claws deep in my ear and the wind gushes through my fur as the house sprints and splashes through the river's silver stream. The house's chicken legs are long and it steps huge and bounding. We've faster how we've ever moved before, faster than a sledge over ice or a twenty strong dog sled. We speed past the blue mountain and stand, my eyes blur, I finally see the shape of my grandmother walking calmly over the snow towards the peak. For a moment, I think I see her stop and glance back at me with a smile on her face. But is so far away, we're travelling so fast, it's probably only my imagination. Slash I smile back, just the thought of a save like a blank of my soul. My speed on my chest tightening as I watch the flames leap from tree to tree, blazing through the forest. I can't believe how far the fire has travelled, already, and now that it's reached the driest most trees, it's zooming, swiftly a the sweet storm wind. We meet the village in no time. My house, I was, but spot my, my, my mamaka's house in the distance. Huge flames are darting across it. Please, I lean on the porch balustrade, and I need to make sure Moka is safe. The house splashes out on the river and swerves in the forest towards my home, after only a short distance, a cloud of thick black smoke. He crackles in the air, and a flock of panicked crows screams as I fly away. Ubi coughs violently, and the snap of burning branches echoes around us. Shards of burning wood and tangles of smoking wasps dance in the air. Back to the river, Lena shouts. It's not safe here. Yet. The house tilts sharply as it bee's back to the river. My heart lurches. Another house must come off the water it doesn't catch fire. They need to get home to Mamuka. So before the house retreats any further, I've had the chance of thinking what I'm doing. I climb over the Porsche balustrades, and though we're high above the burning forest, I jump. Who thought of my mind getting home to my mocha.